What happened? Yo, 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 man. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Courtside Radio with the Starting Five. We once again, is we're, we're a little depleted today, but, you know, you got the Shaq and Kobe in the building. So we live. We live. We live. And this is your point guard, Mike Hale, in the building. What's up, Bruce? What's happening, man? Big Bruce in the building. Shaq's right. Shaq's right in the building. Holla back. Shaq hey. in the building. Man, I don't know where Mike at. He's probably somewhere lost in the clouds. Mike but, is uh, handling business <laughs> right now. Okay. It was very important things he had to do like life yeah like life so. not involved in this <laughs> so we all got to deal with it but today we got a uh special guest uh one of one of my former players at at the Lou. uh that's uh still a student there uh what's up mike uh, introduce yourself what's up my name is michael you can call me mike uh big mike in the building replaced yeah big mike so we got a we got the new mike so we <laughs> He's here. We hey, we told him last week that we was uh, having applications and sending them out. So he yeah, the, we told y'all. Yeah, he the first one. We to, cut quick to see if uh, that, that there was two other dudes. I think they were Danny and Warren. Was the name? Oh, Patrick Ewing and Fat, yeah, and uh, Smush Parker. Smush Parker. They they've been out for a cool minutes. So we we might have their replacement. Man, you never know. But you never know. We doing interviews right now. Live interview. Yeah, live. And we starting them young. <laughs> yeah, starting them young. And, and Mike, prospects, uh, top your, prospects. What's your, what's your squad, Mike? Uh, the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers. Lakers. That's right. Represent the city, or else I would have yeah. kicked you out. <laughs> no doubt. How you think they looking this year so far? I think they looking good. They, they just need some shooting, in my opinion. Shooting, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you with that. They need some shooting, and I guess LeBron thinks that the shooting <sighs> is going to be found soon. So if you haven't breaking heard, news, yeah, kind of like breaking news. Um, LeBron has said he wants Melo to be a Laker. Sources say. Sources say. I'm it's say not real. Say, according to Bleacher Report, LeBron James believes that Carmelo Anthony can be a contributor on the Lakers, so LeBron wants Melo on the Lakers, man. So, uh, Bruce, man, how you feel about this, man? <sighs> <laughs> no. 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 Even though the Lakers don't want it, LeBron's like, I need Melo, like – no, he can't contribute. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he can do for us. There's not a spot off the bench. Nothing. Nothing. Why? Brandon Ingram's hurt. That's fine. P- play a youngin. Yeah. I'm, like, play Svee. Yeah, play Mo. Whack. Give Beasley minutes. Man, I agree. I mean, I'll suit up. <laughs> but we got Mike. Mike can suit up. Yeah, we got Mike. The other Mike, the uh, ankles in the hospital oh, Mike. Oh, ankles in the ER. Yeah, in the ER. Yeah, I hear Lance make him dance. Man, Inglewood Mike, he can make him do it. But uh, what you feel about that, Mike? What you think? Uh, I, don't, I don't think they should grab him because we don't need his type of play style on the team. Mm-hmm. We already got that, like in Ingram and other people. We don't exactly. need like, a mid-range killer. Exactly. True. I just don't – they don't need – LeBron already holds the ball a lot. Yeah. And we don't – once Rondo get back, he does the same and – we don't need Melo who does that. We need what Michael Beasley can bring. And so that doesn't mean that we have to go out and grab Carmelo. We need shooting, actual shooting, 
and shooters that can play defense, actual three and D guys that can spot up, catch and shoot, that, you know, LeBron is used to playing with. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's just something that he's used to having. So, man, we got to make sure that we stay far away from Carl. Don't ruin Anthony. it. We're playing well right now, even without um, – you know, like a couple of players here, Rondo and Ingram just went down. He's going to be out at least two games, they said. Um, tomorrow we, we play the Spurs again and then uh, Saturday. But uh, we played the Spurs yesterday, did well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had LeBron had to put up 20 in the fourth, but, you know, that's what he does. That's what he has to do, yeah. You know, they, they talk about the load on his shoulders and things like that. We have to relax with that. Like, we understand he's playing his lowest minutes ever. Yeah. Highest point total and assist and rebound average ever, though. Like, mm-hmm. less minutes, more points, more assists. Like, we're playing at a fast pace. Things are working out for us. We're gelling. Lonzo looks good. I'm going to keep letting y'all know this. Lonzo's the truth. Defensively, he's out. He's gonna make an all defensive team this year. Yeah, hey, fourteen and nine assists yesterday. I I, I was excited. He had six assists numbers. in the first quarter. Yeah, which is crazy. So he started the tempo, and I heard some interesting comments. And yesterday. he flushed on somebody. I told y'all it was coming. <laughs> hey, I heard some interesting comments yesterday from Demar, and they were asking him the difference between Cavs LeBron and Lakers LeBron, and he was saying that Cavs LeBron played mostly point guard to where this. LeBron is playing like more without the ball, so I was happy to hear that. To be like, okay, so the players he's can off see the it. ball, yeah. So that he's actually because sometimes when I'm watching, I'm like, he still gets the ball a lot. He brings it up sometimes, but, but you'll see him toss it to Lonzo, toss mm-hmm. it to Kuzma, yeah, Ingram. Like I like that immediately when Ingram went down yesterday. The first thing I saw was like when LeBron wasn't on the fo- floor, and they had to keep Lonzo or LeBron on the floor at the same at either time. Like they. Somebody has to be on the floor to handle the ball or at least, you know, push the tempo and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I noticed was Kuzma, they, like, were just feeding him. Like, yeah, it was just, yeah. like, dribble up, Kuzma, box out, do whatever you got to do, clear out, ISO, and he was scoring. Yeah. He, he played well yesterday, too. He had a couple missed shots and a couple missed threes and stuff like that. But that's what I like to see is just, like, we're getting our shots. We're getting what we want. They might not always be going down, but they will. Yeah. And we're, I think we're doing really well there. And Ingram was, uh, you know, Ingram went down early, so it, it, it needed Kuzma to step up. What's up, Mike? What you got to say? Uh, I feel like last game, they uh, like Lonzo and Josh Hart, they hit a couple key threes in the fourth quarter, too, to keep the Lakers, like, give them yeah. a chance to win. Yeah, I remember the corner in the uh, left corner, the yeah. three in the left corner for Lonzo, then the one at the top of the key for Hart. And that's what those guys have to do, make those big-time threes, because – the same way we hear these trade rumors and stuff, I'm pretty sure they hear them too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who wants to get traded from the Lakers? You know, who who, who doesn't want to play in L.A.? No, I know? think it's stupid. John Wall, come on. Yeah, we don't need – we need shooting. <sighs> He's a headache, bro. Bradley I don't Bill need that. Cool. Cool. I take Bradley. Bradley. If you're telling me like KCP and Ingram for Bradley Bill, I'll do it. Yeah. I think I'll do Bradley, it. Bradley, that's Lakers. So I used to want Ingram more than Kuzma, but like I'll 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 trade off for that. For Bradley, I'll yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, for Bradley, I, I, I think. Stay far, far, far away from that man, Carmelo, man. They, Melo and John Wall, we don't need yeah, that. Yeah, we don't need th- what they bring. And John Wall don't are, work out in the offseason. I don't want nothing to do with him. Hey, 15 yeah. to 9, I believe. So they're. Yeah, yeah we're doing good. Uh, fifth place? Yeah, fifth, fifth place. place. So they're one behind. They're, yeah, one game behind the Warriors. They're, they're right there. Yeah, you know? right in the mix. I think it, by the next in the next two and weeks, you guys will be uh, me. top three. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so too. They're gonna Clippers win some on the more games. 
plummet. Downfall. So? Like last week we talked about their balling, but I just think that this year the West isn't as top heavy as it as it usually be. Because usually around this time, Warriors are what like twenty two and five. Last year, yeah. Houston was it's, like everybody's like twenty three and four. So. Everybody's within what two games of each yeah, other? Three two games. games. So it's a lot of it's a I lot of L's it. out there. So every for, game matters for the Laker team that you know is trying to make themselves be known and trying to make sure that they're playing uh, in unison with one another and playing well as a team, this is a perfect year because they're not just like, damn, right now they're eight or nine. So they actually do have a chance to truly be a, anywhere from three to six seed, and it's not going to be a shocking thing. It's going to be like, hey, this is where they should be at. So it's looking really dope, man. And uh, So, Laker fans, so I vote no on Melo. You you got the same? Hell thing? no on Melo. Hell yeah. no. What about you, I Mike? Vote, I vote no, too. No as well. Yeah. So, no Carmelo. Lakers, please do not make that happen. We do not want that man on our, <sighs> our team. But uh, speaking of a guy that's back, hopefully Melo isn't back with the Lakers, but speaking of a guy that's back and that's balling, man, Steph Curry. Right in – I do this on the Didn't miss a beat. Yeah, didn't miss a beat. I think when he sits, half of it's like, like he's healthy like halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just keep him out for a little bit longer. Even though the Warriors were struggling, and they have struggled a lot. Yes. They need Steph now. Mm -hmm. They didn't used to need Steph. They need Steph. Yeah, they they have to have him. Like, he he is their MVP for sure. He's their their pacemaker on offense. Yeah, they need, he just, he's such a threat. Like, almost two eyes minimum have to be on him at all times. Yeah, true. Then he's, like, running around. He's, like, off ball, on ball. Like, I'm not saying KD's not, like, a problem, but, like, you can just double KD, and then it's just, like, what other playmaker do you have? Like, Clay can get hot, microwave. He mm-hmm. can get 30 and a quarter, but he's not going to do that every night. Yeah, You know, true. like, he can defend. Because you have – and then another thing about it is Clay is spending, like, most of these games – Locking down the best player on the team. Yeah, he's the best player, yeah. So, like, he, I can't give you 100 every night. When he's playing these bums, he's like, all right, tonight is me. I got 30 and a quarter for you. Yeah. But. Also, too, with the little controversy with Draymond and KD, it's good that he's back so he can, yeah. like, get that off day. Like, get him so, winning and happy yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> get the he, floor general. Yeah, yeah. he kind of keeps everything in order. You know, he's the, the holy but one. But K- Draymond and KD back joking. He, like, was yeah. clowning KD yeah. the other day. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like. At the end of the day, that's when you fight like that, especially on the team, and I'm sure you know too. Like those are your brothers, yeah. Like yeah. you know, like good days and bad days. Like you know, especially yeah. losing. Nobody wants to lose. Yeah, nobody. We're yeah. frustrated. We're pissed. And so. Like Steve Kerr said at the time, it was they're finally playing a NBA bat. Like they're finally in it. Like the honeymoon's over. They yeah. actually had a losing streak. And I just think, man, Steph Curry is the engine that makes them go. Like KD mm-hmm. is. Is the train. So he's the train. Without actually having the actual train, you know, you can't go anywhere. But then you yeah. need the the locomotive, and that's what Steph is. So without KD, I don't think they would have won any extra rings. Mm-hmm. But without Steph, they couldn't win with KD, Clay, and uh, Draymond. I think yeah. you have to have Steph, KD, and those guys together to make them really a cheat code because he comes back. KD has 25, 9, and 10. And Ooh. Steph, 42, 7. 25, 9, and 10? 25, 9, and 10. I, He's I, better with Steph on the floor. Yeah, because it's more spacing for him. And he, he don't got to put a 50. Yeah. Like, that's – he accounted for 43 points right there. Yeah. And who's, who's to say those rebounds didn't turn into, like, hockey assists or something like that? Like, yeah. 
So Katie's so good, and like I never want to take away from what he is because like he's gonna go down as like one of the greats to ever do it, mm-hmm. especially yeah. scoring wise. Yeah, one of the best. But just Steph, man, like nine threes. Yeah, nine threes, um, seven assists as well, nine rebounds. So question: Wait, Steph had nine rebounds? Yeah, nine rebounds. This is new. This is new NBA. Yeah, it's Pop, wide open because you got to get yeah, back. <laughs> power forward and centers are at the three, so point guards. You got to get back. Point guards are taught to retreat. You know, retreat, go back, protect the basket, so you yeah. can go and attack. That's the, that's the Russ, uh, the way Russ does his thing. Yeah. But uh, question: So we see the importance of both KD and Steph. So my my take on it may be different from you guys, but if you can take build a team with one of those guys in their prime, so at their best, who do you pick, KD or Steph? Prime at their best, KD. Yeah. Yeah. KD to yeah. build your team. You pick. Yeah. I will pick Steph. I understand because yeah, I, I think that I guess I'm still old school. I think that with KD is a better one. He's a better player. If I'm building a player that I want to be like this guy. So it can be easy for me to play in the league. Mm-hmm. It's Kevin Durant because yeah. he's six, seven foot that can shoot threes, can defend, can attack the basket, has nice handle. But when you're building a team with Steph, man, with his shooting, he opens it up for everyone. So if you can just go get him a a, a playmaker that can do the point guard work and give him some. Uh, you know, some sh- some more shooting mm-hmm. and some defenders around him. I think that you can make a winning team. And it showed me the fact that he was able to win with Golden State without KD, and KD couldn't win with Russ and Harden or even with just him and I Russ. mean, I understand that, and I get it. Like, Steph is definitely the truth, but knowing his health. And That's the only thing. Health. Not only that, but yeah. just I think that now at KD, this point in KD's career, he can win the championship. Like, he, he can be that guy. Like, you guys have to understand and remember this. Everybody keeps taking away from what KD did. Like, he had the Warriors 3-1. Yeah, 3-1. He chose to go there. He didn't have to. He could have yeah, stayed yeah, in Oklahoma, yeah, yeah. and they probably would have won the next year. And that's what I, I believe. He's so good. Like, you mm-hmm. just need to put a couple extra shooters around him, but mainly just rebounders. Yep. Yeah. KD could play the point if you want him to. True. Look what Giannis is doing out there in Milwaukee. Yeah. We'll get into that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, True. Seven footers that can dribble and pull up like that, like KD gonna have the ball in his hand the whole time if I'm coach or GM or whatever it is. I'm just putting people around him, keeping him in pick and roll action. Like, what are you doing with somebody seven feet that's moving like he's a point guard? Same thing with LeBron. It's like these guys are rare. Like wherever you put them, they're gonna be just fine. We can sit here and say like, without Steph, you guys are nothing and da da da. But you're gonna be without Steph a little bit. As yeah. soon as he go down, if they didn't have KD, they'd be in super trouble. Yeah, they wouldn't be trouble, in third place right now. They'd yeah. be in ninth or 11th or something like that. Yeah. But I think that KD, like, people keep taking away from it. It's just that when they're together, oh, it's not fair. It's yeah. really not fair. That's why we were all mad when he announced. Like, it was just like, that's not right. Like, y'all can't do this to us. Don't nobody want to, like, can we watch some real basketball? Man, for real. Who you got? Who you got? Um. Uh. I'm gonna go with KD just because the fact like he's a seven foot like he he can score whenever he want unguardable, unguardable. And, and like he could fit in a lot of systems like you could put him in multiple systems and he can still do his thing. True, like, he's a, a quiet scorer. He don't need the ball the whole game. No, he can do yeah. anything. The thing that scares me was better Steph. than anybody else. I think I actually I changed my answer to KD. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about yeah, it, right? Because Steph defensively doesn't hurt you, and then he brought 
the issue of this the system. KD's damn near even though you build this, you build a system around what Steph does, and you have to because that shooting is amazing. Sparkling water. I just think that the uh, the defense is the defense issue will be something that's a problem yeah. for me. Like and, he uh, can give me fifty a night, but sometimes you can just let him give you fifty a night. Yeah. Part of the, another reason why Steph is so great is because Clay was there. Yeah. So it's Draymond was there. Shooter. Harrison yeah. Barnes is serviceable. Yeah. Look how he plays in Dallas. He has nice reach. Give you thirty, thirty-five. Bogut. I guess you gotta. You they have had to, people you have to on the squad. Living. They was deep. Him. Iggy. Like don't take away from yeah. any of that. Uh huh. That's just why it's so guaranteed for them to win the championship now because they have. At least three of those people left, and KD at it. Then you got that. So we bought. We all believe, or at least I believe, they're still the favorites. Am I right? Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. I believe so. Not. Not in my eyes. Who's your favorite? Lakers. Lakers to Dun- win the finals. Yeah, we winning it all. Oh man, I'm on board. I'm sorry. Is that I'm a Homer gonna... answer or that's... Nah, bruh. I'm watching really? basketball. Oh man. Look, uh, I I know what we drafted Lonzo for. Yeah. yeah. No, I know what we drafted him for too. But what did we draft him for? What do you mean? I'm, I'm asking. No, what do you he, think we drafted Lonzo for? He's there to to run the show. No. Lonzo's there to stop Steph. To stop Steph? Yes. Nobody can stop Steph. Watch. Like Wait till Christmas Day. We're going to see. Lock down. He's the Steph stopper. He got to show me. Uh, don't put that Don't put that on him. He's the Steph stopper. Once Ruben Patterson you. says the Kobe stopper, Kobe started to torture him. He is every the Steph. They better put like eight picks on Lonzo. <laughs> <laughs> but he, they gonna, that's what they do. So he going to get his picks, but... So you don't yeah. think they're the favorites? You think they're the favorites? Yeah, I, I think, think they're they're they. The I favorites. think they're the favorites. But hey, Steph is back. That Warriors team is is revving up. So make sure you guys watch it and enjoy them because it's, I don't think you'll ever see another team like them with this type of shooting that they have. But the team with the best record. Let's talk about it. Are they for real? Are they for real? Toronto Raptors. Are they for real? Uh, for listeners, you listen to Courtside Radio with the starting five. Good news, uh, good news. Good news, good news sports in the building. Uh, the, the PG, Mike Hill, was here with Mr. Shice Wright himself and our special guest, uh, Mike. We're going to call him MT. We got a mic, so MT. 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 Mike. Michael Turner. Mike Turner. Almost Mike Lowry, almost. Almost, but. Do you know who Mike Lowry is? Yeah, You're good. Mike uh, Turner? Bad Boy, okay. I had to Let make me just sure. put it again. You're Mike Turner. Yeah, that's so you I Ike mean. Turner. That's what we're going to Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't hope you ain't Ike Turner. <laughs> Sorry, my, babe. My boy Ike Turner <laughs> in the building. <laughs> Ike Turner in the building. Women, stay away. But nah. Uh, Eat the cake. Uh, yeah. Hey, but so Toronto Raptors, are they for real? 21 and 5, uh, 11 and 3 at home, 10 and 2 away. Uh, they're averaging 116 points a game. They're only allowing 108 points a game. They have an 8.4 uh, differential. Uh, they're 91 in their last 10, man, and they're they're balling, led by that uh, that man, the glove himself, that is back, that uh, Kawhi Leonard. MVP, why? Almost, he's he close. Nah, I mean, for me. You know, sometimes they give it to the best record, so he no, got a shot. No, no, no. For me, they're in the East without LeBron being there. Uh-huh. And they're, I'm not saying they're not good. They will likely go to the finals because they look like the most complete team at this point. But we said that last year because they were doing well, and then they got to the playoffs and they got swept by LeBron. But I don't think they get swept. No LeBron and Kawhi there. I don't think they get swept, but... No, Kawhi, not DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, true. The reason we are talking about the Raptors so much is because we cannot believe that Boston is this bad. Low key. Yeah. Like, how, Sway? 
But they're twenty one and five though. Like they're no, nah, they're ridiculous. But it's the East. They're four games. They above trash anybody. out there. We had this discussion. Top six Three and games. then what? Yeah, yeah. It's top six then what? Yeah, but yeah, because Orlando right now, Orlando, Charlotte is bombs. Orlando Magic is top. Yeah, they're and then eight. who? Who yeah. they got over there? Washington is on a no, come no, up. no, no. I ask you a question. Oh, who's who's on Orlando? Orlando? No, wait. You know what? Aaron Gordon. Exactly. Yeah. That's their star player. And I'm not saying they he's got not Mo good. No, bro. <laughs> nah, like nah. they're young. Like Isaac's good. Like the team is decent. You know, like yeah. your boy Ross is like shooting lights out yeah. sometimes, but he's still streaky. But like in the East, that team is good enough to at least get into the playoff. Yeah. But the eighth seed in the West is who is all right. It's right now it's a tie between Dallas and Sacramento. Luca is the truth. Yeah, Dallas, yeah Luca's the truth. Dallas Sacramento is a fluke. Yeah. Luca is the truth. Yeah. But, it, I mean, like. Charlotte's number eight on the East. You know, that Kimba effect. He's, already he's number eight? Yeah. He shouldn't even be eight. He should be top six, top five. He can't because Boston six, Indiana five, Detroit four, Philly Who's, three, and Milwaukee two. And seven is Orlando, two. right? Yeah. And Toronto is one. Is that Orlando Magic is messing everything up over there? Yeah. And Detroit. Washington going to get in there, though. But, I mean, I think Detroit is supposed to be there. Yeah. And I think we just De- forgot Dwayne about Casey. them. Dwayne Casey is a great coach. You got uh, Blake is focused. You got um, Robes, uh not Robeson, what's his name? Draymond. Not Draymond, Drummond. Drummond and uh, Reggie. Yeah, and Reggie Jackson. And, you know, you got Stanley Johnson. Ish Smith there. off the bench, balling, yeah. always balling. So they, they, man, it's some teams in the East. Like, Milwaukee ain't no pushover with the MVP over there, Giannis. Uh, Philly. Runner up. That Philly's doing their thing with, uh, you know, with Butler there now. And they finally found the issue with Markel Fultz, so I pray to God that he can actually be himself and yeah. we see what that Philly team look like. Nerves ain't no joke, bro. Yeah, true. But, you know, when you millionaire, they surgeons about to be A1. Oh, they about to go in there and just push a button. <laughs> yeah, put some yeah. vibranium inside. <laughs> come back yeah. shooting from half court. But then Indiana with Oladipo and then Boston – they aren't going to be six for, for long. But I think by midseason trade deadline, they're going to be closer to where they should be, top three in the East. They get and, together. Yeah, I think when playoffs come, they're going to be ready to go. Nah, Boston will be fine. And but, like, we expected them to dominate yeah. the East. They are, like, I, surviving. I, I told – Bruh, you had them top three at least. Yeah, no, yeah, I had them top three. But, but I, I think you may have had them too. I told my Over guys. Over Philly, we had Philly three. I told my guys at Sports Me, I said, bro, Philly is going to win the East. And this is before they made that move. I just thought Ben Simmons would take that next step. Yeah, it's not taking He doesn't have to because now Jimmy's there to yeah. shoot jump shots and do all that. But game. Joel Embiid ain't playing defense. Man, right now he might be defensive player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> he is he has like the most thirty in yeah. like ten games that on you. I was listening to Max Kellerman. He was just saying that he hates the what keeps him from people saying he's that dominant guy. He shoots too many threes. He's yeah. shooting like twenty nine percent. It's like if you go down, he's cocky get, though. Just go dominate in the paint, man. There's nobody there to guard you. You're gonna be. He got to keep his health. Top five. He yeah. got to keep, gotta his, gotta keep health. his health. It's early in the season. I'll be shooting too. That's why LeBron's shooting these crazy yeah. ass threes. Yeah, from yeah, half yeah, court. What are you doing, Bron? Good you, shot. Yeah, good shot. Good mate. Good shot. That's Appreciate nice. you. That damn KD was shooting some crazy ones yesterday. I too, didn't watch Cleveland. it. He shot some deep ass threes, and I'm like, man, that's crazy. Missing them. Making them. He was wow. knocking them down. I was like, man, KD is an animal. But we're back on Toronto. Toronto, 21-5, best record in the league. Do you think they end the season with the best record in the league? In the league? I, I think they yeah, do. Yeah, I think they can. I think they do. Yeah. Kawhi is that good. Yeah, Kawhi And people is, just forgot last uh-huh. year because you didn't see him 
at all. But Kawhi is really that good, and it's more like I still like I still feel like Kawhi can get better. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like he's just such a freak athlete. Like you can't nobody is really like guarding like who's over there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It switched from LeBron to Kawhi in the East. Like you don't want part. You don't want Kawhi. Yeah, <laughs> like Kawhi like, gonna score. You like hoping he go you. west. He gonna be like he was probably like man, it's kind of easy over here. Man, I'm I was saying stay. that. Everybody I might have to just stay. Migrate to the East because there's no Bron and. This dude, uh, Kawhi, made the you know good, you know what they should good decision, man. The I know we not we not talking about this right now or anything, yeah. but like think of this move. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee has to re-sign Chris Middleton, right? Yeah. What yeah. if they just sign Kawhi instead? Oh, that would be nasty. That that'd be that'd be bad for them. And they got yeah. the, and it's, <laughs> remember he's one of the Spurs old coaches. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think he want to go to Milwaukee. I'm not saying he does. I'm yeah, just... but if it happens, yeah. <laughs> good luck. Your, your wings going to average 20 together. Combined oh, points, wow. game Because them two, Giannis and him on the defensive end will be, with Eric Bledsoe, will be crazy. A lot of fast breaks. Yeah, a lot of fast breaks, a lot of dunks. Yeah, like you barely getting past the three-point line. Man. Coming across, man, get, give me the ball. Yeah, it's like, damn, coach, what are we supposed to do? Just throw it deep to the bigs, let them score. But, yeah, so – I think that they're for real, man. They have a great starting lineup. They got a Baca off. The, they got Valis Tunis off the bench now, so I think that's a great move. With D. Wright, uh, Van Fleet, a uh, couple foreign uh, African kids that are very athletic that play well, like Sikkim and uh, what's the other guy's name? I can't remember his name. You said Van Fleet, Sikkim. I can't. Uh, I can't. Think OG Ana. Oh, Anubi. Yeah, Anubi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a bunch of defenders. Yeah. But then they have some scoring. Like, you know, Ibaka that, can make some shots. Kawhi is elite at scoring. Sub, like, it doesn't seem like he should be when he's out there on the court. When you see somebody, like, with his build, he's like, he's just there to just play defense. Yeah. yeah. But then he like, oh, no, nah, run the pick and roll. Like, oh, you, I, my first step's faster than yours. Yeah, yeah, like, true. I'm getting by you. I'm dunking on you. I'm pulling up. I step back. Like, this ball, fade away. My hands Whatever are you need. gloves. But uh, your boy Lowry's playing out his mind right yeah. now. Yeah. I think he's. I got to get that kid respect. Cause is he's he still leading the league in assists? He should be. Because he's almost. He's the best he's ever been. Probably. Yeah, he's still yeah. at 10 assists per game. Four, 15, 14.6. And that's, that's the Kawhi effect, for yeah. sure. Yep. But what's crazy is. They're just they have so much depth. Like they're they have so much depth with that team that you know Kawhi's the number one guy, but the number two any night can be anyone. So right now Ibaka's averaging sixteen point five. Uh uh Pascal was averaging fourteen point five. I told you uh what Laurie Laurie is doing. Danny Green is about ten points, Van Feet is nine. Danny's out there, don't forget about yeah. Danny. Yeah. So that's Can't another hate on vet. Danny. and then you know, of course Delon can play uh, Norman Powell can play, C.J. Miles can play, and these are your 10th, 11th leading, 9th, 10th, and 11th leading scorers. So they have a team, I think, that, that's built to go up against uh, the Warriors because you can put Kawhi on uh, KD, you have Laurie to guard Steph, and then they have so much depth where it's the best way to attack the Warriors that they can give them a challenge, and that's why I think that they're for real. I think they have a really good chance to come out of the East um, Philly's going to be tough, especially if Fultz comes back and he's like, damn, he's fixed, and he's just yeah. going to give him a added bench score. But man, I like I like Toronto a lot, man. Yeah. What you feel about it, Mike? I, I agree with with you, Mike. I I'm, I'm gonna go with Toronto. Like they leading it because they in the East, so they not playing a lot of the West teams. And mm-hmm. then on the other hand, like they real well balanced, so they got shooters, defense, like they got everything they need to like 
be a good team. Yeah, man, balance yeah. balance always works. It's the Spurs way. Yeah, yeah no, they they they're and very Kawhi. very good yeah. out there. They're very very good. Like I'm definitely not hating on that. It's the quiet effect. I've been telling you, like yeah. baby Jordan, he the real like new Michael Jordan. If you watch him play, that was a good trade getting Kawhi. Yeah, that was a great move, and you know, and then you can see with uh, with San Antonio that they're kind of falling off. But yeah. so oh, poor DeRozan, poor DeRozan, poor they DeRozan. both him and Rudy put up thirty each. Like that was it's Rudy's season high. Took an L. <laughs> Can't do it, man. That, that King sucks. James in the building. So, speaking of King James, Perfect Boots, you set that up. That was a live right there. You know I'm throwing them. Yeah, Shaq to Kobe live. You know, you know, for the, you know all that. For the win. But, uh, Game so, seven. speaking of LeBron, if you haven't heard and you've been kind of, you know, deaf to the sports world, uh, KD had some comments to say. And uh, could one of you guys bring it, bring it up? You got oh, it? I got exactly what it was. You got exactly. So Bruce is going to give you just like just a just uh, just a little summary of what it was. Basically, exactly we'll go to the basics first. Like he he said, LeBron was toxic. He, the situation around LeBron. yeah, like just playing on a team with LeBron is toxic, and it's it's bad for everybody else, I guess, on the team. It's kind of foul, but I don't, I don't really feel like it's a. I think it's still a ploy. I think it's, I think it's fake news. Yeah, and I kind of so what he was pretty. What I took from him was that he was saying that being in that situation is toxic because it's so much media coverage. It's like everything is being looked at at what you do and. Just like what other like other players, they said it in years past. The reason why like Kyrie wanted to leave because when you win, it's all LeBron. When you lose, it's the team's fault. Others. Which yeah, nobody wants to to deal with that as being the other. And another thing KD talked about was the fact that no star he don't, he doesn't believe a star player will want to come and play with LeBron. Just the fact that if you're a guy twenty seven to twenty nine, you want to kind of be able to show that you can control your own team that you don't need anyone else. And he was saying he gave, he threw out Kawhi. He was like, why Kawhi wouldn't want to be there is because you, you're not going to get the ball as much as you usually do. Like Kawhi likes to sometimes bring it up, dribble it, get it in the post and be able to do its thing. And that playing with LeBron, you can't do that because he's so much of the offense. So yeah, what, what do you guys feel about uh, those things about, is it the situation toxic by playing there, the media coverage, the blame that you get and the other aspect of it by as a player, do you think that they will look at it the same way as if, if I can't get the ball the same way because it's so LeBron-centric, the type of offense that I would prefer not to be there? Then I heard something else where somebody was saying that it might just be a big old thing to where KD is doing that to try to say, hey, don't go there, Kawhi. Let's go to the Clippers together. But until I hear about that, I don't believe it, but – what do you guys take on that? What's up, Mike? What you take on that? Uh, I think like I don't think he was trying to assault uh LeBron. I think he worded it wrong, but I feel like basically what he was saying was that like LeBron isn't the being on the same team as LeBron isn't the best situation for everybody. Even though he's a great player that he is, because mm-hmm. like his play style, yeah, you need like he wants spot up shooters and not another like he don't want a James Harden or somebody that's ball dominant. Like he needs a technically you say that, but. LeBron has been playing off the ball this year. Yeah, Le- yeah. Like like you said, DeRozan yeah. made a comment like LeBron's kind of like playing off the ball now. This is the he's, most he's playing off. This is yeah, the most yeah. he has played. And you do see the moments when he brings up the court. You do see the moments when he takes over the game. But 
LeBron, like, they're trying to, like, put LeBron in a box, and I think that's bad. Like, you're trying to put him in a box and say, this is how you play, and this is how you're going to play forever. Like, nah, I'm the best player in the world. I can kind of figure it out. And Mm -hmm. if I have to play this way to win a championship because it wasn't working for me over there, you know, like, I can't beat this team because they're a team. They were deep. They were, Their yeah. quote was strength in numbers. That was their slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, he wants to be that. Like, LeBron understands basketball. He just – he was able to do it yeah. that way for so long, but now he can't. But let me give you the exact quote, and this is just part of it. It says – KD says, So much hype comes from being around LeBron from other people. He has so many fanboys in the media, even the beat writers just fawn over him. I'm like, we're playing basketball here. And it's not even about basketball at certain points. So I get why anyone would want, wouldn't want would want to be in that environment because it's toxic. Mm. Especially when the attention is bullshit attention. Fluff. It's not LeBron's fault at all. It's just the fact you have so many groupies in the media that love to hang on every word. Just get out of the way and let us play basketball. Now... Since it's the end of the day here on Thursday, and this came out like last night and early this morning, yeah, I think when you hear it, it starts with like, "Oh, playing with LeBron is toxic and it's tough," and da da da. But it just goes back to KD and how he feels about the media. Yeah, true. like you guys make so much out of just every all situation. the every single you like you said you hang on every single word yeah he said like yeah my kids drink wine like they was like, oh his kids is getting drunk at home with him every night yeah like, yeah 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 it's yeah. like bro like what are you talking like, you about? He about to really get faded and hey man we doing henny tonight uh you know junior let's even like this. today's story like you think do you the, the question was probably do you think Melo can help the lakers he's like yeah i'm sure he could yeah, LeBron yeah. wants Melo on the Lakers yeah. officially. He's calling Magic right now. They're in the room. Him and Rob had a meeting. But like Melo's contract is typed up. Like it's just happening. Just give us a week. LeBron had to know that this will will come by playing in L.A. Like you're in. First of all, it's did so you much see him last media. night every time he hit a three? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he knows what he he got himself into. As a another player, you're going to have to decide: Do you want to be a part of that? Because it it is a lot, and you know you're pretty much going to be under someone's wing, and that's how it was for Kyrie. And Kyrie was kind of like, you know, I that's not what I want anymore. You know, I think I can be my own man and be so much more. But he can't. So he got away from it. Yeah. So far as look, he's balling, but his team isn't winning. But that's what it was like. LeBron had to be that guy. If Kyrie was like, not saying he's not a good player, like Kyrie's up there, like best ball handler in the game right now, probably, you know, like with the the finishing around the rim is ridiculous. Yeah. But like his game is more ISO, me against you. He's like our new age, like AI or something like that. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like he, like that's probably the best comparison I can give him is because you're good. You're probably good enough to get there even on your own, but you're not going to win it. Yeah, not going to win it. Yeah, so. And LeBron knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyrie knew that. Like, it's all going to be on LeBron, and I don't want to be here. I want people to talk about me and how I'm playing. And, like, now they're not talking about you anymore. Nope. They talked about him last year because they played well. Then he got hurt, and they were like, oh, wait until he gets back. He came back, and they're average. Gordon Hayward's back. They're average. Jason Tatum's having a sophomore slump. They are average. And, like, the coach is still good. 
but you're trying to fit in these other players and it's messed up the rhythm of how you close out that season last year with these other like role yeah, players who players, yeah. were giving you big minutes, you know, and mm-hmm. like playing the game the right way. And now you're like trying to feature people and stuff like that and trying to figure out what you got. But like in the East, I think they'll still survive and stuff like that. But back to like what KD had to say about LeBron, like I think he's more defending LeBron. I think he's more like putting a smoke screen over over eyes and like KD going to be in purple and gold next year because he's talking about like he don't care about that and he understands that it's bull. Like yeah. that doesn't bother me. I, I know what it he, is. I like I'm tired of to be under that. that he likes that being in the media. KD no, burner he likes account. being in the middle media, but I don't think he would. I don't think he would want to be because his with KD his the thing we always say is oh if he didn't play with the Warriors he wouldn't be winning so he doesn't want to go play with LeBron and people say the same thing. Oh, He's gonna he win though with, if he goes and plays with LeBron, so there's no question. Yeah, but I don't know if he wants that to be the storyline of his career that he needed to he go better, and play with. Then they're gonna say he needs Steph. He he needed to play. That's why I think he wants to try to go to a team and prove himself. But I I think it is tough, man. What I always hear from different cats in the media, like you know, I, I talked to Rob Parker. He he always says, man, no one wants to play with LeBron because nobody wants to be that other. Like you don't want to take blame if things don't happen. Because if it happened, you win. Of course, you excited, you celebrate. But when it doesn't, if it doesn't happen that way, and with LeBron getting older every year, you never know when Father Time. Is going to hit that it can happen and you don't win. So guys don't want to have to deal with people saying, oh, they're the reason why LeBron didn't win in L.A. or this person is the reason why LeBron isn't winning. And you see, you go on a little losing streak with the Lakers. They start, hey, trade, this guy needs to be traded. That guy needs to be traded. And, you know, a lot of players is like, man, I just want to hoop. So I don't want to deal with any of that. Like, let me just hoop. But when you play with LeBron – it just it just comes with it. What was oh, we that? Had a, we had a missed call. A missed call? Damn. That I mean, was on Wednesday. Oh, t- something came up late. <laughs> Gotta fix I that think. service. <laughs> I just opened up the Skype. I messed up. So, but yeah, man. So it's um, it's a tough thing to do. It's like kind of like playing with Kobe. It's like you have to be a certain type of skin that you have to have to play with guys like Kobe Jordan. Uh, even LeBron playing with uh like Bird and those type of guys, Magic, Shaq. You have to you have to have a certain type of skin to play with that. Play yeah. with those type of guys and it's even worse now because it's so much media. Social yeah. media. It's just media, and, man. Yeah. And, and people will ride on anything just for the clicks. Yeah. Like you get attention, like it's basically like the goal in life in this I guess in like this age, but more like this. What am I trying to talk about? Like just radio and sports yeah, and media. Just period. Just yeah. all, yeah, like in, in entertainment. Yeah, advertisement. Yeah, find yeah. the best story. So, how do you get a check? Somebody's gonna pay you because they know that people are going to your source site, yeah. whatever you want to call it, to look at things. Yeah. So, if like say we had the scoop on whatever was going on in the NBA. Like, we're going to get a phone call from somebody like, we'll give you guys $100 million just to say, like, buy uh, these potato chips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know everybody's going to be calling in about LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody's, we got the truth. everybody's looking for so that. So they're, like, that and that's story. basically what it is. So people are just, like, it, it, it's a money grab. Everything is a money grab. You mm-hmm. just want clicks. Like, you don't even care if your story's real. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't even have to give the full detail. It's all about, like, whatever it may be. Like, the title of our show today... And, like, we'll get into that later on, like, what it's going to be because we still haven't talked about it. But yep. 
if you were to read it, you'd be like, what? Like, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. see what's going on here. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. and then we give you some details of half of his facts, half of his, like, how, what we feel about it. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's BS. And with LeBron, they always, if you play with LeBron, they're always looking for it. So if you come out and LeBron takes a shot that a player didn't agree with, man, yeah, and they come in the interview, like, hey, Lonzo, how you feel about that? I think Lonzo, I think Bron could have, you know, took a, you know, took another, took another dribble or passed the ball. A story's going to be made. Uh, Lonzo thinks LeBron shouldn't have. Is taken, a hog. Yeah, it's a ball. Yeah, so. Lonzo wants to be traded. He asked for a trade last night. So players <laughs> just have to, players just have to want to deal with that, but. I don't think KD, people coming out saying that KD diss LeBron, he has no reason to diss LeBron. KD, of course they say that he wants to love and all that. KD, he does probably want that, but, man, KD got two straight rings beating LeBron, so I don't think he's really tripping and hating on anything that uh, that deals with LeBron because he's like, right now I'm the guy that's the final two-time final MVP, you know, consecutively, and my team is the team that everybody's trying to beat, and – People are wondering what's my move next because they know how big of a, a piece that I am. So I don't think it was a diss. I just think that he was just he cleaned it up at the end. Yeah, he but was, he but he's also said like how tough it is on other players to have to deal with all these questions and all this speculation and all this drama and stuff like that because it's just who he is. But LeBron knows who he is. LeBron knows what he brings, but it's not his fault. You know, I'm the best player in the world. Yeah, you want to know what's going on with me. Even if it's something else, like they think they know LeBron because of reports and what you've seen him do, and like you think you know what his next move is. Like we just said, uh, LeBron needs a ball in his hands. He doesn't. Yeah. He really doesn't. LeBron can spot up shoot. He can cut, run to the rim, like catch lobs all night, post up, throw it into him. Like no, LeBron does not need a ball. He. You'll see a lot of times he's getting the rebound and giving the ball up to somebody else to bring up the court. Getting to his spot. Yeah. Getting his little action on the pick and roll or, or the screens and stuff like that to get the mismatch. Like, he, it's it's easier for him right now to kind of work off the screen rather than setting it up and hoping we can get the pick and Like, nah, like, oh, I'm going to go he knows there. he knows he's getting older, so he's just adjusting his game. Yeah, and he, yeah. As he should, and yep. he's going to be really good at it. Really good he's, at what, it. he had three 40-point games already this year? Yeah, yeah. big-time games. So. 150. And then he's letting Lonzo get more and more touches and being able to create for others. So Lakers are... Eight and one or nine and one when Lonzo plays thirty minutes yeah. or more. So Luke, that means you have to keep keep that man in the game. So let's get to our uh major topic once again, courtside radio, starting five. We live, we live, we, we live. live. Um so we get into our main topic of today, which is Greg Popovich. Um uh, pretty much Pop uh pretty much saying that there is no more basketball anymore. You know? He There's mad. no so <laughs> He's, he's so mad. <laughs> he, hey, so I, I'm going to tell you exactly what he, he said. He's a sore loser. I didn't know Pop was a sore loser. He's been winning so long, we just found out Pop was a sore loser. This is what he This is what he was. He said. He said, there's no basketball anymore. There's no beauty in it. Now you look at, the, look at a stat sheet after a game, and the first thing you look at is the threes. If you made threes and the other team didn't, you win. You don't even look at the rebounds or the turnovers or how much transition D was involved. You don't even care. These days... There's such an emphasis on the three because it's proven to be analytically correct. So, hey, the uh, what's his name, Daryl Morey uh, with yeah. the uh, Rockets? Yeah. He he kind of he kind of saw the vision of it, and the Warriors made it made it real by 
They had no choice but to make it real because they they picked up two of the best shooters. But they didn't know they were going to be that good. Yeah, yeah. As far as shooting, they didn't know that they would be this good. But what do you guys think about that? Because I have a take on it with me, with me coaching. With some of, I agree with some of what Pop is saying, and then I don't agree. So what I agree is, he's right. Like for me, coaching high school basketball, a lot of guys just wants to put up threes. They're not really looking to attack the basket. So you're getting less tough players because yeah. they don't want to take the contact. When it comes to bigs, they're not really working on their, you know, their footwork and strong post moves because they want to be on the outside to shoot threes and dribble out there. So it takes away from the game like that. But what I disagree is that I think that with threes, it was always a big thing. Yeah, as soon as they – I mean, they brought it into the game. Yeah. Yeah. Guys just had to develop to get better, and, like, Mm -hmm. time has passed. Yeah. We're really good at shooting three now. We practice only shooting threes now. Yeah, yeah. But another thing about it, at the end of the day, what's the what's the you want to win? Yeah. How do you win? win? You score more points. Yeah. Where do you score more points? Shooting the shot that gets you the most. Yeah, that's yeah. three. Yeah. If I can make, so you're saying you look at the stat sheet, whoever made the most threes wins. Of course they did because they score more points yeah. probably because of it. Yeah. And that's just how it is. But Pop saying this, Pop kind of started this. Like you started the fast pace, pick and roll, a lot of movement, open guy knocking down the three. Him and uh. Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. But I you, mean, Mike had the pick and roll going, but, like, Pop was very consistent at getting this. Hey, but this is crazy because last year the top three teams at shooting threes were the three worst records in the NBA. Yeah. So that's that's what was crazy about it. I believe Phoenix was one of those teams. So it shows that some some teams are getting it wrong because, like, like I believe, when the Warriors are done – and Steph and Clay and those guys fall off. The NBA is going to slowly change back to, okay, now you got to, you know, it's going to always be threes because threes is so big and three is always bigger than two. But then I think it's going to slowly get back to mid-range. Oh, if yeah. you have a dominant post guy like Embiid and he he's winning championships, yeah. you got to find something to match that. And it's, it's a copycat game. It, it's already gotten into the point because, like, the Lakers kind of put emphasis on it and it's more about, like, just efficiency, making the shots, high shooting percentage. So mm-hmm. we have, like, if you notice, like, it was going to go somewhere last night's game. I always bring the Lakers guys up. This is what I watch all the time. <laughs> I'm from L.A. They're local. You only watch but, the Lakers. No, I watch all the other stuff, mm-hmm. but the Lakers are the only thing that matters. Yeah, I agree. We give Brandon Ingram a bunch of mid-range shots. Yeah. If he shoots those at a high percentage and then you play really good defense – and don't let another team score, then you, just like back in the day, you you beat the other team. Like, it's it's more about defense now. At first, it was just like, who can make the most threes? Yeah. But if you can defend that and make people shoot harder three-pointers like we've been doing or the Lakers have been did last night with the Spurs because they were putting up a bunch of threes, but they weren't going in. And if you're chasing people off the line or, like, just getting a hand in their face and just making it tough and stuff like that, like, it's it's much easier – to score a two-pointer, shoot a layup, yeah, dumb. you know, transition game. But, like, you got to stop these teams when they're coming across half court. And I just think that not not every team has the – that's what you want don't want to see when every team was like, you don't really have the shooters while you're shooting three. So that's what Pop is my, probably seeing because it's like – He ain't playing, got no shooter. We playing bad teams that are shooting threes. And it's like, is this what the game is becoming? What do you think, Mike, being a younger – 
player because we come from a different generation yeah, watching yeah. who we, we still play bully ball on the court yeah we still y'all be like that. and one yeah and, and one. one pull up yeah. fast break threes we still think of god i'm gonna go get this layup because it's there yeah what do you uh, think when i look at it i i agree but i don't because like threes it yeah it's more than two but at the end of the day like teams tend to fall in love with the three like mm-hmm. for example, when the uh, Rockets in the playoffs they missed twenty some threes in the game. Didn't make none. Yeah. When they could have like, attacked the basket and then opened more opportunities for the three, but they chose like teams choose to fall in love with the threes. But I think that the twos in the post game still is effective because it's efficient. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I I just think that it comes to, it just comes to coaching. You can't like when he was talking about uh, he was talking about the analytics. What was he? What did he say? Uh, these days, there's such an emphasis on the three because it's proven to be analytically correct. I think that yes, three it, is more than it two. comes down to, yes, yeah, that's going to always show, but it comes down to coaching. If you know you don't have that type of team, don't do it. You know, Find a different way to beat that team. To thing. beat that team, yeah. If, you if find the three a, is beating you, stop the three. Yeah, stop the three, and you go and make sure you get all of those twos. And, Hey, all just because sp- LeBron hit a forty footer last night, yeah. he was mad. Like, oh, that took the game from us. Like, I'm mad. All, hey, all sports are copycat league. The team that's winning, people want to copy. So, yeah. when the Patriots are winning, what do they want to do? Teams want to make sure you have a star quarterback and have a great defense and quick passes, doing all of that. Sweet. And basketball is the same. When it was Shaq and Kobe, you end up getting. Uh, you had Dirk and Nash. You had T Mac and. Yeah, so it's a copycat league. It's always like that. So since the Warriors have been in the finals so much and have won so much, this is what the scouts are seeing in the games. This is exactly how they are building their teams because they are like, hey, we want to copy that because it's it's helping them win. So once a team like Philly or say if Toronto somehow wins a championship and they're winning because of defense, it's going to get people to say, hey, we got to play defense. We got to go build us a defensive team, you know, to match with this team. Or we got to go and draft the next big guy because Embiid is a champion and he's controlling the league. And it just, that's just how it works, man. And everyone is copying it. So I can agree with you, Pop, and then I can disagree with you because threes are always going to matter because if we both shoot as a team 33s, I make 16 and you make uh, six, most likely I think I won that game. Yeah. But like you said, Mike, threes do kill. Yeah, so, they'll kill you. And that's the thing about it, and that's why the Warriors win, is because they have the best three-point shooters you've probably ever seen in your life. So they make the threes. The other teams that have tried to win that way don't yeah, win. Yeah. Because you eventually get tired. It's the end of the season. You need legs to do that. You're, you need your body. It, it, it takes a lot to shoot from that distance. Yeah. True. So if you're not, like, the absolute best at it, you're not going to win that way. Yeah. And Pop is mad because he's not winning no more. Yeah, he's not. So Pop <laughs> no. just announced his retirement yesterday. Low key, yeah, low key. And that's why I think it kind of – because Phil Jackson is kind of that old school way too, it kind of faded him out of the league because it was like that triangle stuff isn't going to work because the players coming into the league aren't fit for that. Like you got to have that dominant, nice, big, and then you got to have that wing that will be willing to play the mid-range game. But if you don't have that, these guys are coming into the league. Seven footers are. You have Bo Bo, who's seven two, seven three, who yeah. wants to shoot threes. But you if have he to make them. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, you have yeah. to just. Only thing, if I got a big seven foot 
dude that's built like Zion and you dominate down there in the post. I don't like. I don't Zion. Like, don't, Zion don't even shoot three. I don't like. Yeah. I, yeah. He can if he wants to. I don't, don't, I don't even like MB shooting threes. It's not even fair if Zion like yeah. develop. A I don't like MB shooting threes because I'm like, there's Nothing nobody wrong. can guard you in the post. Nobody. I used to hate when uh, Blake would do it because I'm just like, dude, if you really get dominant moves down low, you're too strong. I like it because from a team standpoint, especially like as a big man for MB, like you know he can dominate. In the post. Yeah. You know he can dominate mid-range. But another thing about it is preserving yourself. Everything is about money, longevity, yeah. how long you can do this effectively. And if he can come down and shoot a three, pull up in transition or whatever it may be, that's a possession off pretty much for the squad. And plus it's Because you know the big man is already like ran down to the post because he's just so used to being down there. Like, he's like, oh, now I forgot MB shoots threes. But for the defense, too, because sometimes you're like, ooh, I'd rather him shoot that than let him dunk. But I see what you're saying. To But if he's good enough at it, yeah. you don't want him to do but, that. Hey, he's t- 29, 29%. That's kind of low. That's kind of low, but he's a big man. He's a seven-footer. Yeah. And it depends on how many he's actually shooting a game. If I know he's shooting a lot, and like he'll get better at it, but he might be shooting too many right now. That could be what it is. He's just shooting a lot right now. Yeah. It's early in the seasons. A lot of people's three-point percentage is low. But yeah. Embiid will take you off the dribble. Yeah. He needs to start – like, look up Giannis's three-point percentage because he's terrible at threes. Yeah, because – But he, he still shoots them he doesn't because really, he has to be that threat. He doesn't – I don't think he shoots And if they start going down, then it's really going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. Once he get that down, he's already at 27, But you're talking about seven-footer shooting threes. He's a seven-footer. Yeah, but he's a he's a wing. He plays as nah, a wing. bruh. Real athletic. And nah, but this bruh. year he's playing more power forward, like so. That's why he's so much in the post and down in that area, yeah. and uh, you know, making it happen. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look up those numbers now. But hey, bring that up what we were texting about earlier. You had that list of uh, oh uh, those I know players. Who would you uh, who would you choose so we can we got Mike here. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen this from the Lou? And we're gonna talk about it, just uh, just the players and see who who would you what role would you choose? Man, I don't see those Giannis, Giannis uh, percentages, but we'll skip that. Non-existent. We'll, we'll get to yeah, because he don't need to shoot threes. He dominates. He's shooting them shooting. though. I'm telling you, I gotta see the tape. I gotta see the footage. He's I don't shooting threes. He's missing them, bro. I believe in what I see. But, but he's so yeah, good. It I, don't matter. I agree with that. So. Yeah, I believe it's the eye test. Hey, so uh, before we get to our um, Throwback Thursday Player of the Week and explain that to Mike and we get out of here. So uh, Slam put out a, a role and they said, who would you choose? If you could choose four players and you can go and play with them, I guess in like a four-on-four tournament, who would you choose? Yeah, it's like you, we give you three options at the uh, Yeah, three different player, teams. Which, uh, which, which team is going to win and so who's your pick? Team number one, you got LeBron, uh Mr. Skyhook himself, Kareem, Larry Legend, Allen Iverson. Team two, Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, David Robinson. Team three, Penny Hardaway, Hakeem Olajuwon, Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant. Um, so I think we I think we chose the same people earlier, right? Number I, I, immediately I go with three. Yeah, I go with three just because. Immediately, you have to go with three. I'm going with three just because. I Speed and defense and scoring. I have a guaranteed bucket in KD. Kobe. Kobe. And then Elijah even Olajuwon, because in the paint, he was untouchable. Yeah, untouchable. But I, my X factor was Penny Hardaway yeah. in his prime, because uh-huh. Penny was a problem. Yeah, he can pass He was, score. what, 6'6 six, six six, point? Like 6'8. 
Oh, yeah, six eight. God, so he was gonna be so good. He was he was special. But uh, so we both chose three. Who would you, which one would you choose, Mike? I think I'm gonna go with three two because I like the scoring. They got like height. They got everything. Yeah. You need to beat any other team, like any other great team. You so, got two yeah. of the best scorers on that team with, mm-hmm. with Kobe, and then you got uh, like automatic bucket and Robinson. Or wait, was it Robinson or? No, it's uh Elijah. Elijah, yeah, Elijah King, yeah. the dream. And then you have Penny. So, how would you rank them? Let's see if we would rank them different. Because I would uh, go. I, mine was a little. A lot of people didn't like mine. But I would go, go ahead. I would go three, two, one. Yeah. Because that second team, you got MJ. You got Magic. It's just Jordan. Y'all scared then, to disrespect him. Then man. you I got. No, nah, but then you got Steph who can shoot and stretch the floor. Magic and people forget how scary what Magic was in the post. He actually had great post game and could score down there. That's why. His best season where he averaged 23.5 along with the 12 assists. It was a lot of the work in the post, man. And um, then David Robinson, you know, Dave, man. David Robinson scored 70 in the game before. So that guy can do his thing. And then the final team I had, I hate to put it because Kareem is on that list. Kareem is there, AI, LeBron, and, of course, Larry Legend. But I just think that um, Jordan Robinson – Magic and Steph. Nope, you is, can't even say special. it. You can't even say it. Nope. So clearly, Sorry. clearly, 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 Bruce has number one That's as my second, the second team. team. Yeah, uh, I just feel that <sighs> Larry Bird was really good, man. No, I agree. Like Larry Bird was really good, but when you got the automatic bucket in Iverson, and then um, you go on and move on and. Let me make sure I'm I'm getting this right. LeBron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LeBron James is on my team, and he has Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as well. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had the most unguardable shot ever in the NBA. Yes. Ever. Like, that sky hook was, is unstoppable. The, Kuzma brought it out last year. People was like, people do that still? If <laughs> yeah. we do this, we, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. But I, I, I don't really know. Uh, I just think that. I just, Magic's not shooting. a shooter. Steph shooting, I get it. But Magic's not a shooter. I just feel that the pure athleticism that I'll get from LeBron and then I think, like, Larry and Magic, like, cancel out with each other just because we've seen them play and they basically split carry. They split championships when yeah, they yeah, play. Yeah. I mean, Larry was more hurt. But if you're giving me the best Larry Bird I can get. No, yeah, all of these guys at their very best. Like, I, I'm not saying – Magic is one of my favorite players. Michael Jordan is the greatest player to ever play the game. Yeah. But yeah. I just think, like, from a team aspect, like when you're adding these other guys, these new guys, LeBron and that one kid, Iverson, and then, like, the captain. Like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar almost changed the game of basketball before Magic and Larry came in and, like, really made it big. Like, Kareem was, like, that other guy. Like, he, UCLA, put the sport on the map in the city and, like, one of the best coaches to ever coach the sport in college coached them a hundred million championships with him. Yeah. Like UCLA was so good with Kareem and it was just like, I I, I think they, they, they edge him out, but I, I get it. Yeah. Steph, Mike, I you can't, know, I can't go. I just think Kareem. that like, I don't like to say magic's irrelevant. <laughs> like magic was really smart. Like magic yeah. is my guy. I love this guy, but uh, I don't know what it is. It's, maybe it's David Robinson on the team. That's bothering me. Hey, what you who you got, Mike? What's uh, your? I'm gonna go with 
after three, I think I'm gonna pick two over one. Cause two. like I think having Michael Jordan with like with a Steph Curry is pretty like that's yeah. like all that's time. not fair. Yeah, yeah. especially if it's half court too. Yeah, and then you got the height, which you got Magic Johnson who could. Like he could, he could like he might not stop LeBron, but he one through four. He's playing, he's playing defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst defender. So have a good <laughs> that, Magic wasn't an athlete. He was just he was athletic enough. He, he was just, just big and fast enough, but he couldn't jump. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't really, you know. But being six nine, he didn't have to jump out the building. But so that's what you you got uh, number yeah. two team. So number two team. So Mike, what we do here uh, almost every Thursday is we give a. Uh, we do a throwback Thursday of the week, which is today is throwback Thursday, as you can see all over social media, hashtag throwback Thursday. And we give a player, whether, you know, an old school player that may be from the early 2000s, um, 90s, 80s, that we just, you know, just remind people about and how what they did and the type of player they were. And yeah, this was kinda, before your time. Though. Yeah, and we kind of we discuss who they are. So this name you should you should know. Cause uh, he was once a Laker, but uh, the, our Throwback Thursday Player of the Week. Just make sure you guys look at our Instagram, Courtside Radio, and you're gonna see a video up of some, maybe some highlights of him, or a big time game, or moment from this player. But this week is gonna be uh, one of the Mr. North Carolinas. Uh, he was the first round, fourth pick overall to the Raptors, and uh, it's Antoine Jameson, man. Uh, the guy was a career average of. 18.5 points, 7.5 rebounds. The uh, two-time All-Star. He was All-Rookie First Team in 2003-2004, Six Man of the Year. He was mostly known for his stints with uh, his six years in Washington and then his five years starting off in Golden State. I just can't believe the team that he was on with him, Vince Carter, uh, Brandon Haywood, and I think Ed Coda at North Carolina. Yeah. But And he, he was a one-time Laker. And uh, he even worked on the Laker Net and Spectrum Network. Yeah, he still does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So uh, Antoine, he didn't Antoine win Jameson. with us, though, right? No, nah, he didn't win with us. He came towards like, like right after that the end last, of Kobe. Yeah. yeah. So that's our Throwback Thursday Player of the Week, Antoine Jameson. You think you guys got anything to say about that 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 guy? I, I much respect for him for sure. Yeah. He was definitely like he was really good. He was worth his number one pick. More so later on in his career, I think. Like, he developed into the number one pick that he could have been. And it was just like, sometimes they judge number one picks. Like, you're supposed to be the best player in the league. Like, he was just the number one pick at the time. He was, like, the best prospect that could have been at least not a bust. And I don't think Antoine Jameson, he was far from a bust. Yeah. You know, like, mid-range game, on point. Very good, very smart, good passer, good shooter, played good defense, could defend, defend probably from two to five. Yeah. You know, like, or three to five, I'll say. You know, like, if he was a little bit more athletic, he probably would have been an even more problem. But he's good. He he was really good. And, like, he had, like you said, he had, was it 51-51 with him and Kobe? Yeah, they had a bet. It was going back and forth. This was the uh, oh, 01 season mm-hmm. when, uh, yeah, when Lakers had just won, you know, just won one and tried to win another one. They had a big-time game, 50, 51 points each. <laughs> going at each other. Anybody capable of doing anything like that is is very good at what they do. Yeah. Like, some of these guys, you know, you can kind of, like, you can scheme against, you can put up a, you know, a game plan to kind of, like, stop them, especially depending on who's around them. And he never really played on any, like, 
really great teams like in his career, like until it was a little too late. He was on a solid team with him, Gilbert Arenas, solid, and Butler. solid. Yeah. Like, solid, but those yeah. guys aren't guys that's going to win you a championship. Like, if Antoine Jameson in his prime was on any team, like with like Kobe and Shaq, or even Kobe and Gasol and Bynum, you know, yeah. if he was like in his prime, or even like close to his prime, if he came or. If he played with LeBron and D Wade instead of Chris Bosh and he yeah. was in his prime, like he probably won they're him. winning. Yeah. Like Antoine Jameson was that good. His best season was uh his third year. He averaged twenty five points, uh, one steal, two assists, and eight point seven rebounds. So it lets you know yeah. that he can he can go. Twenty five and eight, I'll I'll take it. You ever seen him play? Yeah, I, I know a little bit about him, but I don't know too much. But from what I was watching and like what I hear from y'all, he's like he a pre- he got a nice offensive game. Yeah, definitely he could, was. He could help win the ring. Like I feel like he like was like said. he was like in the same category to me as like Chris Webber, and Chris Webber really no, won. He never no, won a Chris ring. Chris Webber either. was way better, but category as far as like how he played, he could pass, oh, yeah, pick yeah, and yeah. roll, mid range game, rebound, shoot. Chris Webber was way better. He did it he much was longer, like a very, way more consistent at it, like yeah, yeah, way yeah. more athletic. Mm. But like he did those things. He was Chris Webber light. He was a he was a stretch four. Diet Webber. He was a stretch four. Yeah. He, he plays power four. Small and yeah, four. and he yeah. was able to hit the three. Yeah, but so. see, then he was six eight and playing a four. Nowadays. Mm-hmm. Your your three is six ten. Yeah. <laughs> your your two is six. Is like eight. the Lakers two is Brandon Ingram. He's six nine. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's not fair. Maybe six nine. He might be six ten, six eleven. But I, the I game think, has changed. I think he could still like fit in the current day though, because like, yeah, because he got that strength. Although he might not be the tallest four. Or yeah, he still got that strength in that old school. I'm like, trying to think defense. who who plays like him. I can't really. Maybe next week I I bring it up, but I can't really think of who play. Or maybe you guys can help us out, listeners. If uh, once you see a little video of him uh, hooping, doing his thing, you guys can go on Courtside Radio at, uh, with IG Courtside Radio, and you know tell good us new sports. Yeah, good news sports as well. Uh, tell us who who does uh, Antoine Jameson. Once you see his highlights, and maybe you go look him up yourself. Who does he play like? Because uh, I'm I'm really stumped with that one right there, man. He's just not as athletic, so it's kind of tough to yeah. say who he plays like because people at his position right now need to be very athletic. Yeah, I guess maybe he was but in the form of a Millsap, Paul Millsap. I was – man, that's football. Yeah. Me and you, bro, we here. We <laughs> hey, here. Shaq and Kobe but that's a, a I was like, one. if Millsap was a little bit taller, yeah. that's who he would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, Millsap. But Millsap is a little, like, a little heavier, you a know. A little chunkier, little, yeah. But that's who he would be for yeah. sure. Hey, but uh, we thank you listeners for tuning in to today's episode of Courtside Radio. Once appreciate again. our special guest. Man, I appreciate Mike. Mike, thanks for coming out. Look man. for him in the future. He's going to be doing big things. The kid's yeah. doing big Hey, things. like I said, we got the app going, you know, application going out. So he might be one of the guys taking uh, Danny yeah. O'Horn's seat. So Special guest. Yes, man. If you come three times, you you beat out them. So it's good. You call him Mike, Mike Ike Turner. <laughs> Mike Ike Turner. <laughs> Mike Turner. Mike Ike. Turner. Yeah, Mike Ike Turner. But hey, thanks you once again for uh, coming in with us, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. Courtside Radio with the starting five. It's the PG Mike Hill here with your boy Shice Wright. Shice Wright, the building. The and just building. so y'all know, we are sorry for the little technical difficulty. It was like a little 30 second runoff where we weren't saying anything. And we're going to just leave today. We're not going to have any music playing because someone messed up our playlist and yeah. deleted our track. I'm about to pull up the Keith House right now. Right now. It's, beef it's haters out deleting there. Deleting our tracks and stuff. But we love y'all. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks for the support. Uh, Touchdowns and Tangents up next.
Go Chiefs. Uh, good news sports in Go the building. Chiefs. We live. We out of here. Thank you. Chill with that Go Chiefs stuff, bro. <laughs> Go Raiders. Go Saints. <laughs>